Oh, hello, everybody, and welcome to May 12th, Steve Spotlight on Ty. T.Y., don't forget it, and don't wear it out, and don't put a lure at the end. We're going to talk to Ty and learn about, and learn about uh, all kinds of all kinds of the nonsense that he's got going on. Um, so I'm glad you could join me to this spotlight. Uh, thank you so much, Ty. As you all know, I am Steve. Hey. Hey. You were already hey. in here. Hey, you're the Where one you? who's going around, you're the one going around uh, stealing people's identities. That is incorrect. Hey, wait a minute. Um, did you do an introduction before I started talking? Uh, I don't think so. Oh, Should so I? then what? Well, well, then what I said takes precedence because that's the first thing everyone heard, right? So I'm Steve and you're Tyler. Yeah, all right. Thank you for clarifying that. We don't want anyone on this podcast to get uh, confused. No. No, no, sorry. No, because I'm I'm pretty confused already. That was there was there was a couple of moments in there I didn't know how that was going to shake out. I'm very confused. I've never listened to one of these, so. Okay. Well, I probably should have before I got here to get some, do some research and get some information as to what I'm supposed to do, but uh, I did not. Cause that's okay. I ahead. I I will lead you through what happens, and it's pretty it's pretty straightforward, and you'll be able to you'll be able to handle it. All right. So the thing we start off with is I just ask you all about improv. So, um, you know, what are you trying to do in improv? Like what's going on there? Do you have any strategy or whatever that you're doing? I thought the entire point of improv was don't have any strategy. I feel like if I have a strategy with improv, I'm automatically breaking the rules of improv. Um, I would say that, it's okay to, I mean, to have a generalized idea. For example, like, you know, being, um, you know, emotional and being ready to express your emotion would be sort of like a strategy, but that's not the same thing as having everything planned out that you're going to do. Well, I like doing, uh, I like uh, all things humor-based. I like uh, doing stand-up comedy. I like uh, making funny internet videos. And I feel like improv is just one of the other uh, tools I can use to really help move out with that. Um, and, you know, it really helps you out whenever you do something. Gives you um, quicker wit and makes you think on your feet a lot faster. And it's really yeah. a great tool for anyone who wants to make funny videos or do um, stand-up. I highly recommend you get into improv for a little bit because that's really a tool that's helped me in both of those fields. Yeah. Cause it, um, I'll just ask you why, why do you think, what, what skills do you think you've learned through by doing improv? Um, being quick on my feet. I can't tell you how many times, um, like somebody shouted something in the audience that I've just been able to shout something back at them or kind of like flirted with some of the girls in the audience and then get Whoa. rejected and kind of like talk up some of their, um, jokingly talk up some of their boyfriends while they're sitting there and just kind of like hmm. have the whole place laughing, you know? 
Mm-hmm. Um, it also works in my schooling because um, there's been several times in my schooling when I wasn't 100% prepared for whatever assignment I did. And because of the skills I learned in improv, you know, it um, helps you out when you have to uh, completely just give a talk based on something you just learned that morning. Like one of them I had to, um, one of the assignments I had, I'm not proud to admit this. um, I had to read a textbook and then give a lecture to the class as I was reading the textbook. Like I should have read it all ready and then just talk to the class about it. But um, with my abilities to think quickly on my feet and listen to other people, I was able to give the talk as I was reading the book and make it seem like I've actually read that chapter beforehand. You faked an entire presentation in school. I did. I'm not Uh, proud of it, but you know, it came in handy. Yeah. You can use your yeah. improv powers for good or evil, so. Yes. Did, um, I, how long was your presentation on the topic? <laughs> I just want to um, know more about this, this incident. It was an entire, um, like, half the class. So I had to give it for an hour. Mm. Talking about a book, a chapter book I've never read before. That's some that's some BSing. That's a lot of BS. I know. The secret is to have the students talk too, like mention, um, I really liked this part of the book. What did you guys think of it? Like hmm. as I read it. And then as they were giving these really in-depth parts about how this book's touched them, I was just like skimming through the next part of the oh book. Just kind of be like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And about the um, struggles of Japanese and Korean culture reaching peace. What did you feel about that? Hmm. And it was history? This is history class? Uh, no. Um, as you may or may not example? know, I... Hmm. Am learning to become an English as a second language teacher. Oh right, right. And one of the classes we have is how we can use ESL to empower people from other cultures. You know. Uh huh. And so the entire book is based on like how you can use it to empower people and make sure that um, like American English isn't at the foremost of everything language guys because English should be a tool it's basically just a tool to help you achieve what you want every language is just a tool to help you achieve what you want and there's also culture behind it but for the most part you don't want it to like completely wipe out whatever culture you're trying to help you know you're you oh you're you're saying your language shouldn't be used to wipe out other cultures. Is that what you're saying? Well, yes, um, pretty much It's kind of a weird thing with the class. And um, I, I can't explain it well enough because I didn't read the book. Yeah, you could, you, you well, you should be an expert of uh, eliciting the proper response from me though, as someone who's listening to what you're saying. Yeah. Had I read, had I read the book, which I did not. 
Yeah. I have to, I have taken ESL. I am certified in, in ESL stuff. I actually. noticed a lot of people in improv are certified in ESL. Is that just a coincidence or is this like a field a that just happens to attract those kinds of people? Um, it was a requirement. It's a requirement for teaching in Colorado. Ah. That's why I have it. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Let's see. So um, if language, getting back here, bring it on back. If language is a tool for getting what you want, then how can you, we, how can we use it in improv to get what we want, Ty? Well, that's a good, good uh, question. Um, with improv, the goal is communication between the two people or five people or however many people on stage. Correct? Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. Is that the we goal? We need to be completely I'm in sync. We, I need to be able to work off you. You need to be able to work off me. Yeah. That sounds right. I mean, I agree with everything you're saying. Um, I, I don't know if the goal is to be communicating, but I definitely agree that's absolutely goal. what you, you should be doing. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, like, if I said, hey, let's go get some ice cream, and then you just suddenly turned it into a bowling alley, then... Well, that could work. <laughs> I mean, it could. That wasn't really the best example. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got the, they got the ice cream kiosk right next to yeah. the shoe kiosk at the bowling alley. <laughs> I mean, the bowling alley's been trying to branch out a little bit. You know, they haven't really been getting a lot of business since uh, COVID. So yeah. they've kind of been expanding their horizons. Uh, I really like to go there for their massage parlor. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I, got, I went there to get my taxes done. Oh, man. <laughs> did you, um, did your, uh, is your bowling ball tax deductible or... It it is because I mean I use the bowling ball for business. Ah, it's one of those business balls. Yes. Yeah, yes. you roll it down to your tax accountant, and then he sign gives you the paperwork you need to sign, and then he kind of right. puts it in the little tubey thing that goes underneath and comes That's back right. up to you. That's right. I am impressed by both your understanding of, 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 of tax accounting and your knowledge of the inner workings of a bowling alley. Oh, thank you. So, so I have if, zero oh, experience yeah. with either. Oh, yeah. Ah, ah, that's more of this BS skill you're talking to me, you were telling me about yeah. as well, that I'm also impressed by. Why, if, thank you. Um, oh man, I had a question about communicating. Oh yeah. So the problem, uh, you think the, 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 you think it, it would have, the scene would break down if we're not communicating, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, um, let's try this again. Uh, you start a scene. <laughs> hey, hey, um, hey buddy, you just, you, I, I caught you red handed stealing my bowling ball. Okay. Como se llamo? Bonita, mi casa. Hey, yeah, I, that's right. I broke right into your casa because I saw you with my binoculars with my bowling ball. Hola, biblioteca. Hey, hey, Mr. Library. That, that is not the issue here. I'm pleased to meet you, but we got to deal with the situation with my bowling ball. I, I ran out of things in Spanish. 
and I didn't yeah. know you understood basic Spanish. <laughs> I know what biblioteca means because yeah. of the show Community. Um, oh. I know what well, biblioteca I mean. means because of the show Wizards of Waverly Place. Ah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, that's a good question for all the people listening. Um, where uh, did you first hear the word biblioteca? What show yeah. were you watching when they mentioned that word? Yes, please send that in to either me or Tyler into the Discord so that we can we can uh, just have that information to ourselves and maybe we'll bring it up later. Yeah. Um, that's that was an interesting one because you um, anything you were doing, I was going to use and and have a response to, even though you were trying. I mean, I know what you were trying to do. Yeah. You're trying to not communicate any any information to me anyway. Yeah, I I did a bad job because I don't speak advanced Spanish. I just know like a couple of weird phrases. Well, you could have said you could have said gibberish to me, and I still could have replied with improv. Ah, I should have said gibberish. <laughs> yeah, but I would still be able to improvise off that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, because so, of that game, uh, gibberish murder or gibberish interpreter. Oh. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've done entire scenes where both people speak gibberish, too. Sure. Just to work on what else is there, I guess, right? Yeah. So, I, I mean, so it is like, I, I, I mean, not, not to <laughs> prove you wrong, but I think you're, you're totally right. I mean, obviously, obviously, as improvisers, we're communicating with each other. And I think in that, I'm almost communicating like, I like I like the sub communication going and part of that sub communication we had in the Spanish one is like, oh, hey, by the way, Ty, I will recognize some of the Spanish you're using, you know, and probably that I'm going to I was probably also communicating to you that I am still going to improvise and try to continue the scene regardless of what you say. Well, you were doing a good job. You were building off of what I was saying. And that's really a huge thing of improv is building off yeah. of what the other person's saying. Somebody yeah. gives, you receive. Yeah. And I think I, that's absolutely true. I think um, just, I, don't, I mean, this is, this is what I just discovered and not necessarily I'm trying to prove you wrong, but I'm saying what I was all, what I, I mean, what also you do in improv, you're trying to discover things about what the other person is doing or saying or how they're acting. And, you know, you can kind of point that out and use that too. And that's not necessarily something they're communicating, but it's certain, it's, it's just something that's there. And you can use things that are there. Yeah. Um, I was watching Whose Line Is It Anyway? Love that mm-hmm. show, by the way. One of my favorite shows. Um, and yes. some of the funniest scenes were just weird one-line sequiturs that one person threw out and the other person had to do, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I could tell by the way he was wearing that dress that something seemed a little off and then he had to pretend to wear a dress the rest of the scene. Yeah. With something like that. Yeah. Whose lines? Yeah, yeah. They're pretty good at like if they'll throw a random thing at the beginning, and they and they'll they kind of are aware of that. I think that is, but they also are you know aware that like you know throw one kind of thing out there and then like follow that to its conclusion as opposed to just keep throwing stuff at each other. You know why I think whose line is the pinnacle of. Um, because it's because it started in the UK. Well, that, but 
UK off. UK, what is up with America taking all of the United Kingdom's comedy and just making their own versions of it? Um, I think I th- well in 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 the defense of us doing that, a lot of other countries also copy whatever formula we figure out as well. Yeah. Like they'll make a they'll make a local. Ver- we just don't see those, but they do make local versions of our shows too, if yeah. they're really good. I mean, K-pop is essentially just um, 90s boy bands, but done in Korea. And I Hmm. say that with full knowledge that K-pop fans are going to kill me if they hear this. That's okay. um, Well, there's probably a lot of K-pop fans listening. I I can only assume that that is true. Um, Let's see. I, I, I... I, I answered your question inappropriately and redirected us to something else. But you said you asked me why, uh, or you were you were, oh. you were you were leading towards why is the whose line the pinnacle of the, the improv? Games, yeah, the games they play are very well structured, and I feel like that's a huge problem with a lot of improv. Is if it doesn't if it isn't well structured enough, it can just completely go off the rails and kind of not be as fun or funny to watch, you know? Yeah, I think um, the, okay. So I'll, the structures that are in whose line are apparent to the audience, right? They almost explain that, you yeah. know? Um, so I, I think that probably helps. Um, but I think, I mean, have you, have you, have you watched, like, what other improv have you watched? Um, I'm talking more from personal experience, like my old improv troupe that I used to be a part of. Uh Uh-huh. Um, occasionally the person who was in charge of organizing it wouldn't show up and we would just sort of have to be on our own and fend for ourselves. Yeah, that's that's different. yeah, Yeah, and that's when it just turned into complete madness and chaos or we start pretty well off with a game that has a clear structure and like clear set rules that we have to sort of follow but at the same time we'll just completely derail off of that and by the end of it it's just that's a different problem yeah yeah (laughs) yeah uh that's i mean it's differently than i'm thinking about it but you're right that situation i i 100 i feel like i'm familiar with it yeah, and as much as I love this podcast, I got to admit there are times when it feels like um, we don't really have a game plan or we had a game plan, but it was just kind of lost in translation or something. Right here? With what we're doing right now? Or with, well, no. or with, or with Oozbear? With Oozbear in general. I love this site, love the people on it, but every once in a while it'll just kind of veer into that territory and, you know... So, like, that's probably, like, when we're doing montages, maybe? No, montages are awesome. Um, Yeah, those have structure. It's kind of hard to explain just off the bat, but... Again, I think this is a communication issue, you know? Sometimes whoever's making the game has um, a set idea in their head, and they just don't get it out there well enough for the rest of the players. So it just sort of. Yeah, it's definitely. Yeah. I mean, I think that's 
especially when you're introducing stuff and explaining it, I think that's going to happen. Um, and certainly, I bet some of uh, some of the people who are hosting are experimenting from time to time, which yeah, yeah. I mean, I throw things out there that I don't think like. Uh, maybe you, you were even there when, when I, whenever I did this, but I was like, you know, this is something new, and I'm like, I don't, I don't intend for this to be fun. I like when I when we're doing the games, I prefer them to think of them as exercises, and we're exercising things, not because they're fun, but because they're useful to do in a scene. Yeah, I get that. Sometimes it's like working out. Sometimes you don't yeah. like doing a particular push up or something, but you kind of need to in order to get better. You know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, or or that it's not, it doesn't particularly make sense to like maybe have a scene where you're in, uh, I'm not going to think of a good example, but you're entirely focusing. Um, what's one, what's one that I was doing that's not fun now that I, yeah. Um, uh, what was I trying to do? Do, do, do. Um, I was just having a, oh, like maybe just like, hey, how about this? Doing a grounded scene. I could see why people would want to like react to that. Like like trying to make it entirely just really kind of just really setting up the reality well and not trying to be, make jokes and stuff. Like I can see how that can be like challenging to to do and not fun and not necessarily funny either. Whoa, Ty, are you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Sorry, I was oh. listening. Okay. Yeah, no worries. Um, or like, uh, oh, I had this idea where you just kind of, where it's like, I made Mind Meld, if you know the game Mind Meld. I made that one a little bit mess, less fun by making it have to be like a full sentence. And I told people, don't, try not to be funny. Just try to, what's the connection between the two? And I mean... I think, I mean, we weren't laughing or anything. It was just like, oh, that, that's like a good connection between those two things. And then at the end, I was like, oh, I wonder if that went well for them because they weren't, it wasn't fun or funny or anything. Um, but yeah, I mean, but they all said, they all said by the end that that makes a lot of sense to do because if you have things that don't make sense in a scene, you can make them make sense. You kind of just find like, what's the connection between the random thing that's suddenly there? Yeah. If that happens. Yeah. I, I really like, um, What's really satisfying about improv isn't just throwing the random scenes out there, but also trying to find um, an actual connection and an actual story, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I try that whenever – I often try that um, whenever I am um, doing improv. If you've noticed, I've tried to, like, uh, have arcs in the story as we're saying it or something. Oh, yeah. One yeah. of the – one yeah, one of them – I was wondering, or me, I don't know if we had talked about it, but like you, what you were doing in a scene is very much something that I would do, which was you were kind of like really just playing the emotion that your character had, you know, as opposed to like trying to be funny. Like I think the emotion you were, you were upset. You were just playing a very emotional. I can't think of a specific scene, but you were upset about something. And then I had said something that would, you know, kind of solves whatever dilemma you had that you were upset about. And then you were like clearly less upset in your res less respect and response. So just like, what it just seemed the, like um, really. Yeah. I think, was it the um, glasses one where I got the glasses and yeah, realized that the only reason people uh, liked me was because they thought I was Zach Alphanakis. 
it might have. Yes, I think it was. I think it was. Yeah. Were you co- were you cognizant of that that you were just like like you were playing the emotion basically at a certain point in that scene? Yeah, I kind of wanted to, because you know we were already building off the whole scene from the beginning. Oh man, I'm he can finally see. Wait a second, I look like Zach Galifianakis, and then the next scene I was like, okay, how can I build on this? And then like one of the guys was my wife, and I was like, ugh, I. I don't know anymore. And then just kind of build off from that to annoyance to just sort of the big finale, which was the um, um, group meeting where the intervention yeah. when you guys were trying to talk me into uh, you actually cared about me because. Yeah. 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 It was an emotional was- roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. And it was great. And yeah. And it's, 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 Yeah. So that was just just kind of recognizing that I don't know. As I was like listening to you, I was like, oh, he's, this is this is what he seems to be focused on, like doing the emotion and making that kind of real and processing it. And that's just, you know, that's interesting. I think to see to or to yeah or hear or whatever. Just, uh, you know, someone else kind of doing that that kind of process in a scene. Yeah, what I've noticed with a lot of improvers is that there's essentially two kinds of improvers. The uh, I have to be funny in every single scene I'm in sort of guy. The, um, and like try to think of ways he could be clever as he's saying mm-hmm. the scene. There's the um, improver whose whole philosophy is just play this as normal as possible. And the humor will come through the situations you're in. Yeah. And I feel like the best way is kind of best of both worlds, trying to find the happy medium between the two, you know? Yeah, Maybe if something yeah. funny comes by, jump at your chance to do that funny thing. But until that yeah. moment comes, just sort of build on the scene, build on um, work with your partner or whoever you're doing the scene with and just sort of make the scene happen. And when the opportunity to say something funny or clever comes up, do it. And do it. that would exactly. be... And honestly, I think that makes those moments a lot more rewarding. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 100%. I remember um, once in my uh, improv troupe before I came here, um, we were doing um, this scene where I was like a psychologist or something. Mm-hmm. And um, the dude was like investigating um, these um, business frauds that were happening in small businesses. And we were playing the scene completely straight of each other. Like Mm -hmm. I was just the regular psychologist who was answering all the questions that was asked of me. And he was like one of those good cop, bad cop sort of guys just walking around me, trying to get the information, trying to get this guy to crack. And I remember one moment where he was like, Oh yeah, you think it's all harmless now, but you know what happens when a bunch of small businesses get together and work, work behind everyone's back? And then mm-hmm. I said, "Growth and stimulation for the overall economy." Yeah. yeah. And you, and I played that as straight as possible, but I thought that was a clever line to throw in, and yeah. like that got the loudest laugh of the night. I want to say. Yeah. Yeah, because. It's like I one of the things that I, I think about is that the audience knows 
how long you've been thinking about something also. So they know you, I mean, that you're, that the reason it's funny is because you're, you're responding to your partner. It's not like you're suddenly like, I think, I, I, I think some of the things you mentioned might, might be because of earlier improvise, like younger, like, you know, people starting to improvise and the longer they do it, they'll, they gravitate towards the kind of more balanced approach, like you said. But I think, yeah, the, the, the audience knows how long you thought about that. And the fact, and they're, and it's like, they're, you know, maybe the, the audience isn't there or maybe some of them are, but you're, you're either saying exactly what they're thinking or you're surprising them with something that's just should be obviously like, should be, should, should be, it's pretty clear. Like, like you should be like, I don't know. Um, or that you're putting, that you're putting pieces together for them that they hadn't yet. And therefore they find it funny because that's what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm. What you're saying is like I like agree with a a lot of it. Yeah, I think the humor, you know, should be discovered. Like, there's no way to plan it, and if you're pl- if you're trying to force it, it's just gonna, <laughs> you know, people can tell that they, they they know if you're throwing something random out there into the scene. Of course, that doesn't mean like never try to do something like that, but. You know, if you can get it to connect and get it to make sense, that's going to make things yeah. way funnier. Yeah, you can throw. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's a there's a maybe there's nuance to that in that like you can throw something into the scene or like uh, you mentioned this and with the the yeah. whose line example of being like he has a dress on, right? It's yeah. not what I think. What the audience is laughing at is like how that is going to play out. You know, so now what's funny about it is that the the player who's there, they have to make that re- real and, you know, relevant to almost everything that they do, that character does. Um, and that... That's what's great about improv is when, is the audience interaction. Cause um, like, if you know the people on stage and um, you know that they're, where their comfort zone is and you know that one scene's going to go just past that comfort zone and they're going to have to do it. That's what really makes it funny. A lot of the people from my old troupe, we knew each other pretty well and we would try to like push each other past our comfort zones and scenes because the reaction was just hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I like, uh, like, yeah, being on Uzbear for a while, like, I feel like I know some of these people pretty well, because at least they're improv selves, because it's, yeah, I mean, we improvise all the time, of course, and definitely, like, that, I don't know, I think if you know them pretty well, like, almost relieves some of the, some of the burden of trying to figure out what's going on, because I know, you like, you know them so well, so it's like, well, I can trust this person with this, or our or I know that this is a little bit of a, or they're going to, or yeah, they're going to, they're the sub communication. Like they get that. It's nice to know that, you know, you can rely on that stuff. Yeah. It's really nice to know. Um, and that's really the thing about improv. You do improv enough with a group of people. Eventually you're not just going to see them as acquaintances. You're going to have to know them inside and out to the point where, Friendships are really bonded. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm afraid. Uh, yeah, I mean, this the this X the X-ray machine here is giving me a lot of a lot of results. That's there. It's going to be. I just feel like it's going to be difficult to to kind of tell them to you. And I'm, 
I just want you to kind of brace yourself for for what's going on inside your inside your body. What happened? I mean, I thought I was healthy. I just came back from outer space, and uh, I yeah. thought I was ready to go to, straight to the um, congratulations on going to outer space parade every astronaut takes. Hey, yeah, I know, I know it's real glamorous in the in the media. I mean, that's what you know. That's that's. I mean, what do you expect from the media? But you know, I'm always I'm kind of the guy, the X-ray technician that's in between. You know, you're safe landing. And and kind of all that that media fanfare. Ah, uh, the media. You know, the media keeps spinning things and making us look bad. I mean, when man first went to the moon, what did the media do? The media said, "Oh no, there's no way they could have gone to the moon." Mm-hmm. My great grandfather, Buzz Aldrin, did not go through months and months of training to be the second man on the moon only to have people from the media say he didn't even go up there to begin with. Yeah, I know. And, and you know, it's, have you ever seen that footage of Buzz Aldrin just punching someone in the face who, who keeps it, like insisting that he didn't go to the moon? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, that's real. That's just, I'm just throwing it out there. That's, become an astronaut. Yeah. That's that's yeah. I mean, the ferociousness is there. I mean, it runs through your family, I'm sure too. But yeah, I mean, that yeah. ferociousness of hey, fuck you. I went to the moon. <laughs> like yeah, I yeah, mean, that's the that. um, Aldrin family motto. Yeah. The Aldrin, f you. I went to the moon. Yeah, which yeah. you know, that's that's real nice that you guys have such a like a close family bond there. And you know, I wish. What's really I funny wish- about that motto is it's been in our family year- generations before Balls- Buzz Aldrin went up there. Oh, really? Fuck yeah. you, I went to the moon? Yeah, it's huh. been there for generations. It, all the way back from our family's old country. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know? I wonder, I wonder how, that would, like, how, how that would play out in a situation, you know, where it's, there are people... You know how, how how why would your ancestors ever say that? We cut we cut back we cut back to the old country. <laughs> oh Linus Aldrin, I'm so I'm so glad that you that you brought in a wonderful bountiful just sl- bunch of slaughtered rabbits for us to have for dinner tonight. Yes, anything for you, beloved Tapata. Oh, that makes me so happy, Linus. And I, 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 even though some people in the village, they said they had reservations about me being with you, I did, you know what, I said, you know, dash it all. This is a man who has his sights on the future. Yes, you see that giant rock up in sky. Oh my goodness! Oh, the, you mean the one that has that kind of rabbit sort of caricature inside of it? That yeah, some cultures that's see. Some people, yeah, yeah. The one that some has like see, a bunch yeah. of holes full of rabbits in it. You 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 think that that the that giant rock up in the sky that is it's full of rabbits? I do think so. We are rabbit folk, and I recognize a rabbit hole when I see one. I'm. Hmm. I forgot my name for a second, but you know who I am. Linus, I would, 
I would uh, never yeah, forget thank you. my love. Yes. Yeah. Now, oh, wow. So, so, so yes, we, we just nourish ourselves on this land here in the rabbits and get so many of those rabbit vitamins. It gives you, it uh, makes yes, you so rabbit vitamins. Yes. Including vitamin C for carrot. That's right. That's what, uh, <laughs> the the carrot vitamin is 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 what the rabbits get out of the ground too. Ah, oh, and imagine how much carrot vitamin will be up in moon. That is why someday, maybe not me, maybe not my son, but my uh-huh. great 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 grandson will go to moon for carrot and and rabbits. Oh my. Goodness, Linus! I, you know what? I'm just. This is just the first time you've revealed to me that you that you you're willing and wanting to have children. I thought this was just going to be a celibate relationship. No, we must have children because oh, yes. I don't know how to get up into the moon, but I figure you know, with enough generations, eventually one member of our family will find a way. I I do want to applaud you though for your um I suppose I didn't realize that was your destination but I do want to applaud you for those giant fires you have been setting and the way that you've been trying to fill the fire inside a sack in order to use the heat to go up into into the uh, into up there. Well, that wasn't my first method. I'm going to be honest. Hmm. My oh, first really? method. Really? My first method was to put on a very bouncy shoe, like rabbit, huh. and bounce up to moon like rabbit. I would call uh. them moon shoes. Whoa. Wow. That's... That, I, I, I am amazed at your ingenuity, Linus. And, oh, here. Here is a hot, steaming plate of rabbit and carrot oh. mixed up all together in a bowl for you, sweetheart. Tabitha. Oh. You know how to please me. Yes. So, how about no. after dinner, you and I try to make offspring to go to moon? Wink, wink. Oh, re- oh yes, honey. Wink, wink. You can, sh- you can shove your carrot into my supple fields. Oh, yes. I'd like to burrow deep into your tunnel. <laughs> yes, I I understand, honey, that you are saying that as if you mean that that is what a rabbit does and how a rabbit uh, lives out his life. Ah, uh, yes. For we are the Aldrins, and we will go to the moon someday, damn it. Yeah, so, I mean, there's a lot of real concerning things in these on these x-rays, and I'm just... I just, I, you know, I, I don't know. It might re- reveal some things about you and your family history that I don't know that you're prepared to deal with. Uh, you know what? I, just tell me what it is. The sooner we get out of here, the sooner I can go to that dang parade. Okay. Okay. I mean, all right. I see. I see. You're kind of in this in this uh, you know zone of wanting to get to take it head on. You know, that's the kind of way that I would expect like an astronaut to want to take it. So just so tell I, me I, I, what's I, on the X-ray. Okay. I'm just hey, um, you know, beep, beep, Aldrin. I just want you to, to 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 just know that I want you to be prepared and not not be. I mean, I I it's going because it's going to be a doozy. All right. Can I? Can you just show me it real quick? Because I, I can handle anything. I've been to space, damn it. 
Hey. Oh, okay. Hey. Okay, beep. Now, I, I think, you know, I am, I am an x-ray technician, so I spent, I've spent a lot of time interpreting these x-rays. And I, while I know you've had to have a lot of specialty training and all kinds of other Wait, stuff in order to be Can a, I see it real quick? Okay, the, the you want to see the x-ray? Yeah. Uh, uh, well, hey, second. I mean, okay. Yeah, you're you right. There is something right. there. It looks small and fluffy and... Yeah, that's right. Two little ears and... Mm-hmm. holding some sort of long pointy stick that's orange yeah yeah what's this inside me doc oh my goodness i hate to i hate to i hate to tell you this beef but that's a that's a jackalope it's a jackalope and it's and it's and it's eating a, it's eating a, like a lollipop that's orange no yeah, I, I've beep, seen the movie true. Alien. I know what this is going to happen. The jackalope's going to burst out of me and cause all sorts of mayhem here. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And not only that, it's—I mean—it's going to run around and it's going to cause pranks and so forth all throughout the hospital. It's going to be very frustrating. Oh, but no. But beep, yeah. Oh beep. Yeah. You, the parade tomorrow. If the jackalope bursts out of me during the parade. God help yeah. us all. That's right. I mean, I, I assume the first thing that it would do would, would be to like steal all of the lug nuts off of the parade float and, and then so that the wheels fall off just because it, it would think that, that that's a hilarious joke. No. Yeah. It would probably also uh, break into the uh, parade announcer's room and um, make silly commentary to women who wear large hats. That's right. Because they just wanted yeah. to look nice today. They didn't want to be ridiculed. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the jackalope actually has a lot to deal with there because, you know, it's just making fun of those women because the jackalope is incapable of wearing hats because of its because because of its ears. Well, are you sure it's its ears or do you think it's because of the horns the jackalope comes with? Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey. Listen, beep. I'm a um, you know specialist in reading X-rays and determining whether it's jackalope or not. Um, I'm not, you know, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, they horns, ears. You know, they're interchangeable as far as I'm concerned. But well, aren't you a doctor? Shouldn't you know this stuff? Uh, hey, beep. I am not entirely sure whether a X-ray technician is a doctor or not. You know, I'm still working working that out with human resources. But I, I promise you that I have put my all into this job. Well, the question is, um, what are we going to do during the parade? Because I don't care if this jackalope's in me. I'm still going to the parade. Oh, okay, well, I mean, you definitely have to take, take some precautions. Well, oh, how about this? Well, I mm-hmm. know some of the best rabbit hunters in the business. Oh. I can give them a call and they can sort of be there ready to snipe out the jackalope mm-hmm. if it tries to burst out of my stomach. Yeah. I yes, that that is that is a good plan. Beep. I'd I'd also recommend, you know, do not uh you know, take a look at the parade route and make sure it does not go past any any um like candy stores or any uh like uh, also no barber shops. Oh, don't worry. Yeah, don't worry. I know the parade route. It just yeah. takes a nice harmless route uh, past the uh, gas station and bomb factory. Okay, that sounds yeah. okay because if if that jackalope 
gets a whiff of any lollipops, that's what's going to po- cause him to burst out of your chest cavity. All right. We cut um, to the parade. Oh, mommy, I'm I I love these the I love parades, mommy, and I I'm just enjoying myself so much. Oh, how's my favorite little boy doing? Are you do you like the uh body balloon that just flew by? Yes, I do. I, it reminded me it, it harkened back to a days in the 90s where Bonnie was just reigning supreme and dominating the airwaves with his love. Yes, you know Bonnie really loves you, but not as much as me. And you know, I'm pretty sure the astronaut is going to be on his way soon. Oh, that sounds real exciting, Mommy. I think first, though, it looks like there's a, a um, it's a Bonnie from the Simpsons balloon coming by. Um, Bonnie, the lovable alcoholic who loves booze but oh, doesn't yes. love it as much yeah, as my Bonnie mommy loves Yes, I, 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 he, he is a wonderful sight to see uh, on the parade Hello. route this beautiful morning. And he smells just like the burps from the show. The, yes, that's what a this parade is simply the best, just and, and assaulting us with its wonderful smells and sights. Oh, mummy! Oh, look! Here comes the Barney! Here comes the Barney Rubble Balloon! The Barney Rubble, the wonderful neighbor oh. of Fred Flintstone. Oh, oh, man! I used to grow up watching the Flintstones all the time. Uh, you know, Mummy. Got... Yes? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, well, Barney Rubble introduced me to my favorite type of cigarette when I was only eight years old. Marlboro oh. cigarettes. He smoked them with Fred. And if you look there, I... he's smoking one right now. Oh, I, oh, he looks, he, but doesn't he look so stocky and healthy, that Barney Rubble, smoking his oh, cigarettes yes. and, and eating his precious vitamins, like the very oh. important C vitamin, which stands oh, for carrots. Oh, it's the dancing uh, fruit, Fruity Pebbles box that's coming oh, down yes. and offering Fruity Pebbles to all the good boys oh. and girls. Oh, Mummy, look, I caught a handful of Fruity Pebbles cereal that was being thrown over the crowd. Oh, my. That's so whimsical. But save some of that for later, okay? Okay, Mummy. I, I wouldn't want to ruin my appetite. After all, I also have this delicious lollipop that I'm going to be snacking on later. Oh, it's a good thing, too. You can snack on your lollipop and I can smoke my marabou cigarette. I love being one of those stereotypical sailor boys with their little blue hats and their gigantic circular lollipops, mummy. And I love being a British mummy who for some reason looks a lot like Mrs. Doubtfire. Hey... Hey, Mummy, I would say that perhaps you look like Mrs. Doubtfire when she mashes her face into that cake in order to, uh, you know, hide her identity from the rest of the family. Oh, but I, no, I wouldn't say... Down, this is a facial mask. This parade started really early, and I kind of wanted to touch up while I was down here. I didn't have yeah. time to... 
make myself look pretty? Yeah, yeah, well, I think you're pretty, Mummy. I, I, oh, I, oh, I simply... So sweet. Almost as sweet as that giant lollipop you have right there. <laughs> oh, thank you, Mummy. I try to be. And it's, this lollipop is almost as sweet as that facial cream you have left on your face this morning. Aww. Who wants a little kiss on the cheek? Oh, thank you, Mummy. You are simply making this the the best parade I have ever encountered. Oh, look over there. It's the astronaut who just got back from outer space. Oh, well, well, I can't wait to to meet a real-life astroman, Mummy, and perhaps discuss with him the validity of his his trip to the moon or whether it was just a piece of media propaganda, Mummy. Oh, my, you. You and your theories about propaganda moons and rabbits in space. Mm -hmm. I don't think he can see you, though. You might want to wave that lollipop to get his attention. Astroman, Astroman, come and look at me. I'm waving my lolly. No, no, kid, don't wave that lolly. Ah, Oh my goodness, sir! I'm. Oh, we were. We really should have. We really should have planned for this. I. 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 I'm glad you decided to keep me along in case there were any additional X-ray results to, that could be revealed as I stare at these X-rays. But I think. I think we're just going into the worst possible situation here. What is it? Oh no! Oh, sir, it's worse than I feared. It's. It's uh Oh, it's. It's a. It's a jackalope. And oh man, it it is it's got a it's wearing like a you know it's wearing a space helmet. It's a space astronaut jackalope, sir. Oh no, it's gonna burst out here! Yeah. Oh no. Oh, I was able to determine that, of course, by the sh- contour, by the contour of your stomach as that? it was bursting out. Oh goodness. Oh. Ah, oh no. It's me, the space jackalope. And hey. I smell a lollipop. Hey, no. You you leave everyone around here alone, Mr. Jackalope. You don't mess with anybody. Oh, but I'm going to. And I think I'm going to start with that British nanny-looking woman and her sailor boy. Well, you didn't count on this, Mr. Jackalope, that I'm going to shoot you with some x-rays. No. No. Oh, look at your frail, brittle bones. I'm so surprised. You should have drinking more calcium. Ah, I was too busy focused on carotene. I didn't worry about calcium too much. Well, yeah, I mean, well, you should know that the C, the vitamin C, it doesn't stand for carotene. It stands for carrots. You should know that. Uh-huh. Hey, hey, mister, hey, mister, you didn't really go to the moon. You're, you are just a jackalope with a, with a fishbowl on your head. You're not really an astroman. Kid, can you leave me alone, please? I think I'm dying. Oh, hey, well, listen, if you die, then on your gravesite, I will, I will vandalize it and write how much you of a liar you were. How dare you lie to my precious baby, you! Lady, I can explain. I'm not the astronaut. 
I burst out of the astronaut. Save it there. Come on there, Winifred. You and me are going to the gasoline and bomb factory. Yes, oh, thank you, Mummy. I would very much like to uh, to use some gasoline and bombs to, you know, just sort of wreck things up in general, because in England here, people need to have a more jolly good time with more explosions and flammable items. Yes, quite. Especially quite, quite. a bomb and some gasoline to vandalize this poor, lying astronaut's grave. That's right, Mummy. I think his gravesite would look much better as a pile of ash to reflect what a big ass he is. Son, what did I tell you about language? Oh, oh, if we Mummy. Anybody, we must do it in a form that's not English. Hmm. Oh, yes. uh, he is un biblioteca, Mummy. Did I do that right? Yes, you did, sweetie. He is a library. He seems like there's a lot in him, but deep down, he's short of funds, if you know what I mean. I do know what you mean, Mummy. I also want to emphasize the fact that he is a library because he lied about going to the moon. Yes. Now, come there, Winifred. Let us leave in a hoof. Ha! Yes, lettuce leaf enough. Just like lettuce, which is something delicious that uh, jackalopes or rabbits should be eating, but perhaps are not. <clears throat> hey, uh, um, hey, sir. I, I, I know you're having a, you're having, you're having a really bad day, but I want to update you because I just took some more X-rays of you, and you are, you are, you are like a lot of your ribs are kind of bent the wrong way now. Uh... I, I I don't think I, I I don't think I can make it. I think this might be ah, my oh. final voyage. Yeah, and I'll, also, sir, I have some other other bad news. I've been taking um, some X-rays of the crowd, and um, the the crowd in the audience is kind of thinning out. They're kind of uh, you know they're kind of just like leaving slowly because they're they've, they're concerned the parade is over. No. We still haven't gotten to the Santa float at the end. Yes, I know. I, I, I know, sir. So all the little boys and little girls here in England aren't going to know who's bringing them gifts this year. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's funny. I thought because I was an American astronaut that this parade would be in America and not mm-hmm. inexplicably in Britain. But yeah. <laughs> here we are. That's right. Yeah. Yes, sir. I mean, I mean, it, it, what's also strange is that your, your, your space capsule, like it, it doesn't, it like it didn't descend into like the, the ocean just outside of England. I mean, your space capsule landed in off the Indian, in the Indian ocean. And then we transported you here to the UK in order to have this parade. So it's very odd. Yeah. Well, and also like, it's not like they brought guess, you here because of it's not like they brought you here because of me either, as if I'm the best X-ray technician in the whole world who happens to reside in the UK, because that in no way is the reason why we are currently here having this parade. You know, it's kind of funny. Oh yeah. Usually, usually America steals things from Britain, mm-hmm. but today, 
an American yeah. astronaut yeah. got yeah. some publicity in Britain, yeah. and I'm getting oh, sure. Oh, no, sir. Why? Why did this have to happen to people? This is all your fault, Jackalope. You're the reason why you're the one playing pranks and whatnot. And perhaps your biggest prank was having this parade in the UK. Uh, you never even asked what I wanted. You oh. You shot me with a x-ray beam. Yeah, I mean, you're right. You're right, Mr. Jackalope. Usually when I take the x-rays of people, I kind of hem and haw for a while and, you know, try to make sure that they're in the right mindset before I deliver them any news. And I guess, you know, I just kind of assaulted it, uh, the results with you. And, and I can, you know, that's why that this usually isn't my normal standard operating procedure. Yeah, I wanted to prank people, but it, for good reason. Oh, well, hey, tell me about it. You can tell I, me. I'm your I'm your X-ray yeah. technician. Well, technically, you're his X-ray technician, but he's dead. Right. Well, I mean, I did take your X-ray, and I did tell you that you needed to have more car vitamin carrot instead of ketamine. Whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, you see that giant rock up there? Oh, wait. Hold on a second. I mean, I can see the bones of a giant rock over there through my X-ray device. So, yes. I perceive it how I would perceive it normally. Yes. Uh, the moon up would. there. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. I'm looking. I see the bones of the moon. Yeah. That, that's my home. Oh. And ever the since I was a little baby bunny, a kit, mm -hmm. I believe we're, we were called. I don't know. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm not a specialist on that either. I'm yeah. an expert. Uh, I, I always wanted to go to earth and pull some funny pranks on people to make them laugh and make them um, like me. And we cut to, oh, oh, uh, oh, Lionel Jackalope, I'm so proud to be your wife here on the moon. And what's up, Tabitha? Well, I'm I'm trying to tell you, Lionel, that I'm happy just living here with you on the moon and just, you know, be uh, having a wonderful relationship with you. I love you, too. Um, you see that giant rock up there? Oh, oh, I mean, yes, I, I can see it uh, over there. That that weird that weird rock that, you know, so when some people look at it, they see uh, they see a human being, which is a mythical creature to us. Oh, yeah. And that weird blue greenish one up there kind of oh, yeah. has that weird layer that's just kind of getting smaller and smaller. Oh, yeah, oh yes, honey. Uh, yes, honey, I see yeah. it. Oh, and by the way, here's a plate of steamed uh, <laughs> ketamine for you. Ah, oh, my favorite. Oh, anyway, I love. Yeah. One of these mm -hmm. days, I'm going to go to that planet. I don't know that rock. I don't know how, I don't know when, I don't know where. Maybe it will be my great 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 grandson who goes there. Oh. One day. We will go there. Well, I do hope so, honey. I mean the reason that I decided to be your bunny honey wife was because you're just a, a wonderful rabbit who always sets his sights far away and, and thinks about, uh, you know, is really uh, 
There's <laughs> real lots of motivation. Yes. And you know, I've been trying a lot of methods to get over there over the years. Oh. Oh, really? Well, I'm yes. here. I'm just going to nibble on my ketamine, and why don't you just tell me about them? Regale me. Well, I uh, tried to make a ladder out of other fellow jackalopes. Hmm. That didn't really go well, because um, hmm. I only have 20 friends, and that ah. apparently isn't enough bunnies yeah. to go to the moon. Just I would, you know, just... Yeah. Just the way, just, just the way that it looks from where we are, I would assume that twenty would be enough. But I guess you know the truth from experimentation. We cut to still on the moon, but just a little ways away. Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin walking on the moon. So, do you want to go first, or should I? Hey, uh, listen, listen, uh, listen, Buzz. I'm, uh, I kind of got a little bit of this, little bit of a poem prepared, you know. Ah. You know, my, my, my family, you know, we have this thing in my family. It goes back generations. It's all about feet and stepping on things and stuff like that. I just think it'd be a real nice little, uh, you know, thing for me to say as I hop on out of here. Or step, well, take a giant step out of here. All right. Well, let let me hear it. Oh, okay. Well, it's like, uh, you know, I was going to say this. You know, my family, stepping and taking steps goes way back in my family. And you know what, people of Earth, as I take a, put my little foot down out here on this, on this moon-like surface, I just wanted to remind you all of that. How does that sound, Buzz? By all means. Okay. I, 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 don't, I don't want to, you know, step on any toes. I'm always so careful about where I'm stepping, Buzz. And, and if, if you had something planned or if there's some sort of thing that goes all the way back in your family, I mean, I, I'm willing to hear it, hear you out. Well, um, on the way over here, because it took about four days to get here, I believe. Um, right. I was uh, with you. I so I, yeah, have, I uh, definitely have the knowledge of how long it took, just as you certainly do. I, I also wrote a poem, but it was in the form of really? a limerick. So, ah. yes. Hmm. Well, I'm all, I'm all ears, just, you know, just like a rabbit would be. I'm all ears. I'd love to hear uh, it. You and me um, are going to the moon. Right. We will leave sometime after June. Yes, indeed we did. That's when we were scheduled. Yes. Um, we'll look for some rabbits and make mm -hmm. it a big habit. Yeah. And then we will leave here real soon. Wow. You nailed it. You, you know, a, a limerick I definitely has rabbit a... Line. It's a weird generational thing with my family. Um, really? Something about going to the moon for rabbits. Ah. Yeah, I kind of wanted to incorporate that into the limericks. Oh, I, oh, I felt it. I felt it, Buzz. Definitely. A hundred percent. All right. So uh, do you want to take a step on the moon then? 
I mean, I, I, even though while yours was very beautiful thing that, and, and uh, by the way, I'm very impressed you managed to stay in the structure of a limerick, of a, yeah, of a limerick, even though you didn't plan it. So even though there is a structure, you were, you were ready to execute the thing in the structure, which was very impressive. Well, but, you yeah. know, I really like structures. You know this about me, buddy. Yes. I, right. Whenever people just kind of go off and just do their own thing and mm-hmm. don't really have a structure, it's just not as right. fun, you know? And, right. And knowing you and your poem, you kept to a great mm-hmm. structure. I can yeah. tell. Right. I know, because some people, when they're asked about poetry, their knee-jerk reaction might be that, you know, you, poetry comes from the heart, and you really shouldn't think about it, about, about you know, what's going to be coming out of you too much. But if you, uh, but if you do kind then of... Then the poem yes. is just going to be completely random. Yes. Be, Roses are green. The oh. sky is large. Oh, boy. My favorite character from The Simpsons is Marge. It's, it oh. doesn't make any sense. Especially when Barney's a character on The Simpsons. Yes. Yes. And additionally, what doesn't make sense is that I have never heard of those characters whatsoever in the 1960s. So so you're just saying random names. It's going to be a thing that comes sometime in the future. Mm -hmm. And and no one's favorite character is going to be Marge. Maybe a few people will, but I feel like somebody's going to pick you when you said when you said Barney, I assumed you were talking about Barney Rubble, who is a character who exists in our time. But Marge, I don't know to whom that would refer to. Yeah. Apparently, it refers to somebody's favorite character from some hmm. weird show called The Simpsons. Ha! Huh. Yes, quite quite the little bit of fantasy you have decided to explore there, as well as as exploring the moon. Yes. Uh, well. Enough stalling. Let's hear your very well um, structured poem. Oh, okay. Well, mainly, mainly. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll here. I was going. I kind of feel nervous about uh, you know what I was going my, my thing that I was going to say about how the feet were important and I want everyone to meet my feet and things like that. I'm just going to wing it when I open the door. When I kick open the door with my feet. What? You're you're going to wing it? You you know how I feel about winging things. It needs structure. Well, well, I do know that because I mean you you winged it as uh, you you brought the the capsule down onto the lunar surface as you are the pilot of this vehicle. Yeah. Well, just just say your speech and take a step okay. on land. You know the Aldrins don't like to wait for frivolous things. <laughs> Right. You always like us to, to, to get to the point and, you know, you don't like being set up so that you're emotionally prepared for whatever kind of thing is coming towards you. Yeah. yeah the sooner we walk on the moon and have some moon adventures and take some photos to prove we were actually here so the media doesn't mm-hmm. think we lied about it, the sooner yes. we can go home and have a nice fun parade in our honor. That's right. A nice fun parade amidst our countrymen in the U.K., UK. I thought we were going to uh, parade in the United States. Oh, I think uh, there it was. Uh, there's been some sort of scheduling change. Uh, actually, what they call a scheduling change. Ah, darn scheduling changes. 
We were supposed um, to leave here in January, but no, thanks to yes. scheduling changes, we had mm-hmm. to leave after June. Right. Which, you know, um, that did benefit you in the long run because that did fit into the scheme of the limerick. Oh, yeah, but there's not a lot of things that rhyme with January. Hmm. No, there are indeed there aren't. But I'm going to kick open this, this door here and I'm going to be the first manuary to walk on the moon. <laughs> that, that's one small step around. One. I'm leaving my time. That's, that was oh, your man, speech? That, yeah. That oh, is what you anticipated me for? Hey. There was no structure. You, that wasn't even a... That wasn't one, even a poem. That was just you talking. Small step for man, giant mankind. I mean, I, I kind of thought maybe the delivery would give, would give it a little bit of oomph. Now, you promised me this was going to be the greatest poem ever, and now that's what you delivered. You know yeah. what? Oh. I don't even want to talk to you right now. I'm just oh. going to take a little face walk real quick okay. and just sort of. Think to my be alone for a little bit. I'll, he I'll says just... as he happens to walk past a couple of jackalopes in the area. Hmm. Oh, honey, look, that's something new. There's something new over there that you could that could perhaps burrowed into. Oh, uh, you're right. But you could um... pause. You could pause burrowing into me after dinner, after dinner every night, and instead burrow into whatever that thing is. You know, that's a good idea, but I'm not sure if it's safe. At least not for me. Maybe I should wait to see if he's safe, and maybe a few generations later, my great 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 grandson can burrow into the next one. Yeah. So maybe he I, can suddenly go to the big rock in the sky. Yeah. And you know what also you should also do in the meantime is we should perhaps construct a helmet for him to wear when he does that just to be extra safe as that is an important concern. Oh, yeah. We don't know what's over there on that giant rock. There could be carrots the size of three rabbits stacked together. Yeah. Oh yeah, which is which three rabbits is that's not enough to get to get to the earth. You need at least 20 or more rabbits for that or you need more than well, 20 for sure. Well, thanks for reminding me, honey. Oh, honey, I wasn't <laughs> Oh, honey, I wasn't trying to make you feel I sh- I guess I should have prepared you somehow before before delivering such a such a cutting remark to you. Yeah, I mean, that remark came out of nowhere. Yeah. Much like yeah. sometimes... And it was a clever remark. I got to give it to you there, but it just oh. came out of nowhere. Yeah. Well, honey, you know, it's difficult for me sometimes because, you know, I'm just over here in this marriage to my bunny, honey, and pretty much my whole structure of things that I'm trying to do in this marriage is just to say funny things, and I'm trying to just force a bunch of funny things into it, and just I don't know if that's working all the time. Yeah, it, it's working, but I feel like, you know... You can also be funny while building up character and um, kind of establishing everything that's sort of happened. Hey, I have a real great idea. Instead of doing that completely reasonable and well-thought-out thing you said, maybe I should just focus on pranks instead. (sighs) 
Nah, man. You know, honey, I love you, but that pranking gene of yours is going to be passed on to our offspring, and who knows what our great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandson will get into with all the hijinks of that pranking side of his family that he gets from your side of the family. Hmm. Yeah. Who knows what'll happen there in that instance? Yeah. So, what did you think? Oh, I thought that was great. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, we 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 explored uh, like the whole not just our world, we explored the moon as well. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, we uh like it, it's what I was thinking actually towards the end is like it's always interesting like having kind of gone over the relation like a couple of different relationships because later in other relationships like we you can use the things from the previous ones to justify other things you know um yeah which i don't which is interesting because yeah i love the the random stuff like um the fact that we both inexplicably had british accents and you played on that with uh (laughs) saying we were from england even though the Aldrins are American, so that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. Well, and yes, most, I mean, does the, U- the UK, does that even, they even even have a space. I don't know how many astronauts they send to space. I don't think very many. I think the main ones are the main competitors and don't at me if I'm wrong. Don't come at me if I'm wrong. Are America, Russia, and China. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong on that fact. There might be another competitor I'm not knowing about the space race right now um, i don't know um maybe antarctica wants to get in on that game maybe, <laughs> yeah penguins are going to go to space so they can I finally mean, fly yeah. yeah yeah who knows who knows what minerals are there in those that are revealed when those icebergs and stuff in the antarctica will melt yeah. all right so a couple of things we do at this point is um, so we. I like to talk about other people. That who do you think is uh, who does real good at improv and stuff? Who do you who who? You know, um, you know who's always fun to do a scene with. David. Mm, yeah. Cause, I did, yeah. Because whenever I do improv with him, um, it, he always throws a weird screwball at you that you yeah. kind of have to play with, and like the. Um, scene we did this week actually with them doing space Shakespeare where I had to stab Tibble and he just randomly shouts out, I love you, man. (laughs) And we had to work that into the line because I was not expecting that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I did the, uh, I did this with, with David last week and it's, that's, that's definitely that, And I think as I've talked about other people with David, that's what, that's how other people feel too. It's like, yeah, he's, you're definitely going to have things to work with if you're playing, if you're playing around with David. Um, who else on the podcast? Um, Deedles, she's always a blast to do scenes with. Yeah. She Deedles has always, like, yeah. I want to say the most energy of everyone here. So that's always fun. Yeah, especially when she's playing like a little bullish little kid, like like who's just like like maybe like the leader of a like a newspaper gang or something is always one to, something yeah. fun that I she always does. Um, 
I showed my mom this podcast recently, uh-huh. and unfortunately, her favorite competitor was Carla, not me. So, oh yes, to hurt. Yes, I'm sure that's that's yeah. a deep wound. For, you mean you want to? Do you need to vent about it a little bit? No, no, no. I I've come up with my own way to get back. Oh, I'm going to strive to be Carla's mom's favorite improv mm. on this. Yeah. You got, so watch you gotta, out, Carla's mom. <laughs> I yeah. Well, I I I wish you luck in 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 that endeavor, and I I yeah. That sounds like a proper way to 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 get back at uh, to get revenge. Yeah. Um. Uh, I also want to ask about, so, and I think you do here, do you have any, any stuff you want to share with everyone, any other kind of projects you're working on? Um, as always, I have a YouTube channel. If you want to check that out, that's Ty Eldridge. Please check out Ty Eldridge on YouTube. I make a lot of funny videos. Yeah. So, yeah, check that uh, out. Oh, go ahead. Quick question, though. Uh, I noticed you were talking about uh, David's strengths and um, Deedle's strengths. Um, I kind of want to know what you think my strengths are so I know where I am from an outsider's point of view. Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, I, I, I think, you're, I think you're, you, one of the things you do well is you're definitely finding the humor in the scene. Um, and like, you're, you're definitely, yeah, you got that analytical bit, but at the same time, I, I don't think you're, you're over, you're hitting it too much, you know? Cause I think, you know, that's something when, when people kind of, uh, like can be funny, like they kind of do over, I don't think you overdo that either, but I think you're definitely, you're fully aware of what's funny. Uh, and like, you're able to like play it out. Um, yeah, and it's, and it's, yeah, so I, I noticed that in the, like, the beginnings of scenes, too, because I don't think you're, the, like, the type of person to, like, let it go. I, I mean, you, you probably could, like, you know, explore a little more, but I don't, I don't think you need to, because you're going to get on something that's funny, and then you're going to stick to that, so you're not going to, like, also, like, um, yeah, like, if you try to kind of bring something out, I don't think you're going to, like, wuss out on that particular thing and be like, oh, I need something else, you're going to hit that, that, the, the thing you were, you, you wanted to look at in the scene. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's actually a pretty good um, outlook on this. Uh, thanks for um, telling me that. Yeah. I just put that together. I'm just trying to, trying to think, think it through. Oh, so I see you've taken notes from my BSing things. Ah, yes. Um, yeah. You did not read the book of Ty Eldridge, I see. I'll say that that wasn't fully BS. That was that was more putting into words kind of things I've thought that wouldn't have been full sentences before. Ah. So, so what's next for yeah. this? All right. Now we can finish up. And this is called, this is the very end. This is called the storm off sign off. And this is where um, uh, you... Um, in, in order to end the show, you get all all real mad, and then tell me that you're all pissed off, and that that and then eventually you just sign off and leave. But before we do that, um, 
well, I really want to thank you for coming on, Ty. I really, uh, you know, uh, appreciated that you, you know, you came on here and you definitely brought a lot of enthusiasm. And you know, like I was already saying, I, you know, I appreciate your your wit and your humor and that just your ability to deploy that when necessary. And then I think also just the confidence of of walking into a scene and being like you know, not in a concerned place because you can just rely on the fact that it, it, it'll, it'll work out anyway because you can, you, you do have that kind of that, uh, that insight into what's going on um, in, a, in, 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 in that sort of humor, humorous way. And let me just say, I really appreciate um, your ability to really organize stuff like this. This is a really cool uh, thing and you... Ooh, putting this together, feel like you're really passionate about this. This scene went really well. I didn't feel like I needed to question much about this. There was some good structure here. You're supposed to storm. You're supposed to get mad at me, though. Uh, well, don't tell me what to do. I'm perfectly fine knowing when and when I should talk. Okay. <laughs> Why are you laughing? This isn't a joke. <laughs> hmm. You know what? I gave up an hour and a half of my time to be here with you. You know what I can do in an hour and a half of my time? I could watch an episode of The Simpsons where I could see Marge inexplicably or Barney. You know what? <laughs> I, I just can't right now. I let you into the void of Ty, and this is how you repay me? You know what? That's it. I'm done. Goodbye. <laughs>